We're going to have our reading now, and Hilton's going to bring it to us from Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. Well, good morning, everyone. The reading this morning is taken from the Gospel of Matthew, the first book in the New Testament, and we're reading from the first chapter, just after the genealogy of uh, Christ, starting at verse 18. This is what the scripture says. This is how the birth of Jesus came about. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son. And he gave him the name Jesus. And we know the Lord will add his blessing to this reading from Holy Scripture. Thanks, Hilton. Well, I wonder what's on your mind as you came into church this morning. What's on your mind right now? Maybe it's what was in that, that funny-shaped present under the Christmas tree that I'm hoping to open when I get home. Maybe it was, um, does my Christmas jumper look good on me? Um, maybe I should have got the one with the penguin instead. Maybe, if you're hosting today, is the turkey going to be okay? Your in-laws are coming for Christmas lunch and you're very keen to make sure they get a good dinner. Maybe you're thinking about all those friends that you would like to text and wish them a happy birthday, happy Christmas even, um, when, you leave, when you leave here this morning. I guess most of us are probably thinking about everyday things that are on our minds. But at the same time, deep down, we have also a sort of spiritual awareness as well. And the amazing thing about the Christmas story is that as Jesus came into our world, as he entered time and space, there was this beautiful collision between the physical and the spiritual, the everyday with the eternal. And what I'd like to do briefly this morning before we go off and enjoy our turkey and then presents uh, is just get to you thinking about four amazing things in these few verses we read out to do with Jesus coming. Jesus coming into this world. And the first thing is that Jesus came by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, if someone who is a virgin is going to become pregnant by the Holy Spirit, there's going to be a collision, isn't there? Joseph and Mary were just an ordinary couple, pledged to be married. Um, They had ordinary concerns, just like you and me. Mary becomes pregnant. Joseph knows it's not his baby. And as he thinks through what has happened, his human mind can only come to the conclusion that Mary's been unfaithful. And so he decides to break off the engagement. 
but he still loves her, so he's going to do it quietly without any scandal. The life of this couple appears to be messed up. But then an angel appears in a dream and gives Joseph an incredible message. He says, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. The first thing the angel says to Joseph is, do not be afraid. The first thing the angels say to the shepherds is, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid because something is happening here which is going to blow your mind. Humanly speaking, it is pretty scary stuff. God has entered the world of humankind. The baby growing in Mary's womb is not a normal human baby. He's also God. And God can do that because he is God. You know, it would be tempting to say the easy way out, wouldn't it? And say, oh, well, I, I just can't, I can't believe that. It can't be true. It just seems impossible to me. But this is by the power of the Holy Spirit. God has come into the world, and he's chosen to do that by coming into the life of an ordinary couple by the power of the Holy Spirit. They are part of his plan. And they're told the name there to give the child and the nature of his mission, which is the second amazing thing that Jesus came to save us from our sins. Any idea how many babies are likely to be born today? Anyone want to shout out to the nearest um, 10,000? <laughs> I'll let, put you out of your misery. Um, estimates are about 172,000 babies are likely to be born in the world today. That's a lot of babies, isn't it? Um, but the birth of each baby... It's amazing. Last week, uh, Gemma gave birth to a baby, a baby girl, a new grandchild to Ken and Val. This week, Hannah Wells gave birth to baby Caleb. Still awaiting the birth of a baby to Bethan and Tenabu. Hopefully, it won't be, won't be long. The reason why Christmas is good news is not simply the wonder of another newborn baby, but that this baby was given a special name and a special mission. His parents are told, as it says here, you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. A saviour was born. What was he going to save us from? It says our sins. The things that separate us from God. He saves us from thinking that the life we see, the things that we understand and worry about, are all there is to life. He saves us from thinking we can control our lives. He saves us from our fear of failure. He saves us from a life without God. The most important thing for all of us is to know God, to be loved by God. And Jesus came to make that possible by saving us from our sins. Jesus came to forgive us our sins, to take away our guilt and punishment and give us freedom and peace. Peace to live the way we were meant to live in a relationship with him. Well, third amazing thing is Jesus came to fulfill a promise, as it says here. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel. Now, that was a prophecy from the prophet Isaiah 700 years before this happened. But it was also the fulfillment of a prophet, promise that was made to Abraham even longer ago. And that's why the beginning of Matthew is this long genealogy 
And uh, it's tempting, I think, to skip over this uh, list of names, isn't it? Um, Unless you're looking for a new name for your baby. Um, I think if you look through the list, there are some people here with names like this. Um, There is a a Ruth in here. Um, I think there's a David. There's um, uh, a Jacob. We have a Jacob in this list. We have a Mary. So there's a few people here with names in the list. Um, We also have a Josiah in the list as well. There you go, Josiah, you're in here. Um, I don't think we have any Zerubbabels. Um, I don't think we have any Zadoks, but you never know, Bethan and, Z- and Tenebae, if you're looking for a name. Zadok, Manga. But this is not a random list of names. It's deliberately placed here. It's split into three groups representing the history of God and his people. The history of Abraham to David, David to the exile, the exile to the birth of Jesus Christ. History was under the control of God. Everything was leading to this event. There's nothing random with God. The exact time, the exact place when Jesus would come into the world was set before the beginning of time. I know some of us find it hard to wait for things. Maybe you children waiting to open those presents you haven't yet opened. The people of Israel have been waiting many hundreds of years for the promise of the Messiah to come true. And they knew from the prophecies what family the Messiah would come from. They knew from what place he would come. They knew he would be born of a virgin. And they knew finally that he would also be called Emmanuel, God with us, which is the final amazing thing. Jesus came to be with us. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Jesus is not a saviour in the sense of a surgeon who, who operates on you to save you, patches you up, and then sends you on your way to live your life as you lived it before. When Jesus saves you, your life is never the same. Because all those things you once did, which you thought were just normal life, have taken on a completely different significance. And you see them now in the context of God. So you no longer make decisions on your own. You make them with the help of the Holy Spirit. Not based on what might be best for you, but on what is pleasing to God. The school or the the workplace we go back to after Christmas is no longer just um, how we spend our day. We use our minds, we use our bodies, we use everything we have to please God. The birth of a child is no longer something that just happens, one of another 172,000. It is a miracle, a gift from God, and he rejoices with us. The pain that we experience is no longer something we just have to cope with on our own. We take great comfort and reassurance that God is experiencing it with us, and we can ask him for strength to cope with it. God wants to be with you, So let me ask you the question, will you allow him this Christmas to be part of your life? Jesus' birth was about the spiritual colliding with the physical, enabling us to see the true meaning, the true purpose of the events of this life. It was about reconciling humankind and God so that we can live at peace with him now and in the life to come. If you want to know more about what that means, then please do have a word with Mark or myself. Um, Afterwards or after Christmas, uh, send us a note, give us, uh, give us a call. We're all very, very happy to chat to you about these things. And uh, if you want to do a course, we run courses 
but uh, ask these uh, questions as well and explore them. But there's nothing more enjoyable, nothing more reassuring than knowing God is with us. Oh, come, let us adore him. That is what we're here to do. We're going to sing our final carol now. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Please stand to sing.
close in prayer. Father God, we thank you for the amazing things about Christmas, that Jesus could come into this world. Thank you that you should want to be with us. Thank you for that way that um, humanity has been reconciled to you. And we pray now that we would enjoy the peace that that brings, the peace in our deepest souls, to know that we are loved by you and we can love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Merry Christmas and uh, go in peace. God bless you all.